Hello everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about comparison. Again. <laughs> this time, we're going to be focusing on the physical aspect of comparison. We're going to learn about mental health, social media, body dysmorphia, along with something called cognitive behavioral therapy. By the end of this episode, you can expect to learn how social media is a driving force in your unhappiness. How social media plays tricks on you that you don't realize in your day-to-day -day life. Reasons that social media is not the same as real life. What body dysmorphia is. What's the deal with everybody appearing perfect on social media? And lastly, what cognitive behavioral therapy is. Don't forget to follow and click the bell to turn on post notifications. That way, you know whenever I upload a new episode. And last thing, I just launched my website. Go to AbundantThink.com. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Today, we are going to be talking about the problem with comparing yourself to other people physically and how to prevent it. Nowadays, we always compare ourselves with everything <laughs> and everyone. Oh, she has a new watch. Why don't I have one? This guy has such an amazing skill. I wish I can have it. Comparison is the worst thing for you. You will always see people that are doing better than you. And that will cause you to think that you're not making enough progress and you're not advancing as much as you actually are. When it comes to seeing other people's success, the biggest problem is seeing somebody that's better than us, somebody that's more fit, somebody that's wealthier, stronger than you, healthier. The list goes on. I want to highlight and make this the main focus of this episode around social media social media is one of the biggest reasons that everybody compares themselves to everyone else one of the biggest causes nowadays for low self-esteem and the abundance of comparison in the modern world is from social media. On social media, you see the people that you look up to, but also the same people that you look up to are the people that you compare yourselves to. Think about it. If you're in the gym and you follow Sam Sulik, you are going to watch his videos, enjoy them, but also, whether consciously or unconsciously, compare yourselves to him. I don't know that much about Sam Sulik, but as far as work goes and progress, people in the gym, especially influencers, a lot of them are on steroids. I'm not saying Sam Sulik is on steroids. That is not what I'm saying. But I am saying that the fitness industry has a lot of fake people and phonies in there. When you compare yourself to these people that don't necessarily get the results that you get because they have an advantage over you, you think that you're doing something wrong, but you're not. And I want all of you guys to understand that 
people have all been in this situation. I want to personally say that I completely understand where somebody that has this problem is coming from. I understand it's not as easy as to say to yourself, just be happy. Just stop comparing yourself. But there are things that we're going to go over in this episode that are going to help you become more conscious of the things that you do and time you spent doing the things that result in your unhappiness. So back to social media. On social media, you will never run out of posts to scroll through. That's the whole point of the system, right? On social media, you can keep scrolling forever, forever, forever. And that is the worst and honestly best thing about social media, depending on the stance that you have on it, is the fact that you can just scroll for hours and it will never, ever end. You can scroll for days. You can scroll for weeks straight and the content will keep on coming. Also, there are algorithms in place in these apps that make it so you want to keep scrolling, right? A lot of people compare themselves to others because their entire For You page, all of their Instagram reels, YouTube reels, are people that they wish that they can be like. And the reason it's like that is because the algorithm recognizes that that's something they're interested in, right? If I wanted to improve my lifestyle and I wanted nice cars and a big house and I started seeing them on my reels, I'd start liking them because I'd be like, oh, this is something I'm interested in. The algorithm picks that up. And before you know it, a majority of the content you consume is going to be on that very thing that you want. And you see everybody except yourself achieve. You will see how perfect everybody's life is on social media. And Chris Williamson from Modern Wisdom, I remember on a podcast episode, he said this really smart thing. He said, if somebody is appearing to be happy assume they're exaggerating their happiness by 10 times i'm paraphrasing here if somebody is downplaying their happiness assume they're 10 times as happy also to keep going with a social media example for every single good picture you see on instagram assume there were 100 bad ones Right, You see how perfect everybody's life is, but don't think that somebody rolled out of bed to take that picture because they've taken a hundred of them. They've taken even more. They needed to get the perfect one so people envy them and want to pretend to be like them. I knew this girl who posted on Instagram and all of her posts were just super uplifting, amazing and she was just very happy and she seemed like she had it all. All the comments, you know how girls' Instagram comments are. They're all uplifting her, which is very cool. And saying, you know, you look so good, whatever, you're so happy. And I knew this girl personally and she had so many problems. And I'm not saying this in a bad way. I wasn't really that close with her, but you know, I would talk to her occasionally and I knew that she was depressed. I knew that She had extreme anxiety, and this was one of my biggest turning points for how my perspective shifted because I realized that this person is the complete opposite as people think that they are, and that does not go for just this girl that I'm talking about. There are millions of examples, and if you are this type of person, I think 
it's important to have a little bit of a perspective shift and change rather than caring about how other people think about you and portray you you need to be able to be happy with yourself first i have an episode on this you don't need to check it out i'll quickly go over this you need to be able to essentially not care what people think and not let their opinions get in your way because you guys are both going to be dead in a couple of generations. <laughs> uh, lastly, for social media is hate comments. People who are miserable make people who already feel bad feel worse than they already do. Right? I talk about this. Another Chris Williamson quote is, you don't get shit on from above. People that are doing better than you in their life don't have the time and aren't going to put in the effort to make you feel better just for their own gain, which is temporary and is not genuine. Those people are so internally mad at themselves and miserable, and you should never listen to hate comments. And once you make this mental shift to realize that these people are taking time out of their day to go to your comment section, click add comments, and type away at their heart's desire just to make you feel bad. What is the point of that? I still don't understand. Hello. So sorry for the interruption. We'll be back super soon. But I want to know, what do you guys think? Do you notice that social media has a negative effect on your mental health when used for prolonged periods of time? Let me know. If you're on Spotify, you can scroll down and answer this question. Now, I wanted to touch up on body dysmorphia because the point of this episode is comparing yourself to others physically. So this works perfectly. And if you go to the gym, you have definitely heard of this phrase before. But if not, that's totally okay. I'm going to quickly summarize it. Body dysmorphia is a mental condition where a person spends a lot of time worrying about their flaws and their appearance. And also the flaws in their appearance. Not only flaws and, but the flaws inside of their appearance. I want to add, a lot of people are not the most confident and don't have the highest self-esteem. But BDD, how I'm going to refer to it, body dysmorphia disorder, is a whole nother level. This is being the biggest guy in the gym, looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking to yourself, Wow, I am small. I'm tiny. I'm not enough etc. Hopefully you guys get the point. So one of the ways that uh, body dysmorphia is treated and alleviated from honestly all the pain that you have to go for, through is from something called CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. And what it does is essentially CBT allows people to learn better ways of coping with their psychological problems and relieving their symptoms and honestly becoming more effective in their lives. And the psychological problems are developed partly because of faulty or unhelpful ways of thinking and unlearned patterns of unhelpful and unhealthy behavior. So some of the treatments that are used in CBT, which also help the treatments for body dysmorphia because they're, you know, interchangeably used since uh, BDD can be solved from the cognitive behavioral therapy. But 
helping you the treatment is helping you learn how negative thoughts emotional reactions and behaviors maintain problems over time using problem solving skills to cope with a difficult situation learning how to develop a greater sense of confidence in one's own ability and something that i also want to add is not going on social media now this is on the extreme end i don't want all of you guys to delete social media and i don't think you guys are even willing to do that i could be wrong however definitely limiting the time you spent on social media and understanding the effect that it has on you I don't know if you guys have ever scrolled for a long time on social media. I am super guilty of this. When I used to scroll on social media, like an hour would just fly by and I would think to myself, wow, where did the time go? And then I would feel so bad about myself. Thoughts like, why did I spend so much time doing that? What did I gain from this? Nothing. Understanding your patterns and what really triggers your unhappiness, especially when it comes to social media, is super important because social media is one of those things that if used in small bits of time is okay. But once you spend a a super long time on there, it's very bad for you. And there are so many studies that show that people that don't use social media or use social media less are happier than the people that do. On one of my podcast episodes, again, you don't need to check it out. It's me breaking down reasons why you should take a break from social media. It was actually a pretty popular episode, which I'm very happy about because I think there's a lot of good value in it. One of the things I said is I brought up a stat, and I'm going to paraphrase here. I don't remember 100%, but people that were in this experiment that had the least amount of time on social media were 60% happier than the ones who were on social media for the longest time. I mean, 60% is crazy. And something interesting I want to add about this BGD, the medications that go with it, that people usually get prescribed something called SSRIs, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, SSRIs. And what this does is it gives it gives you more serotonin and it works by interfering with the brain chemicals that might be involved in symptoms of BDD. So Essentially, this increase in serotonin that you get from this SSRI interferes with your brain chemicals that cause you to think to yourself, I'm not enough. Why is my brain doing this? Which I just thought is interesting. I wanted to throw it in there. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I want to say that this episode is proudly sponsored by no one. If you're enjoying these episodes, make sure you follow and hit the bell notification icon so you stay up to date with all of my episodes. This way, you'll know when I post. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Now, I want to take the time as my final point to understand how knowing this information helps us. Why did I talk about BDD 
and social media. How could they be linked and what the impact of knowing this information is? So as we know, body dysmorphia is a condition where you aren't happy with yourself and you spend a lot of time worrying about flaws in your appearance as we know that and one of the treatments and the biggest if you search up on the internet right now treatments for bdd the first three are going to be this cognitive behavioral therapy cbt and that's just showing how important it is in playing a role of mitigating the effects of this mental health condition that it has on you. So since we know that CBT helps, CBT involves efforts to change behavioral patterns. So then, so knowing this information, we can assume that if the treatment of CBT usually involves efforts to change behavioral patterns, that means to solve BDD, you need to have a change in your behavioral patterns, right? I think it's a very easy way to look at it. Instead of having this medium, which is CBT, we'll just take this out of the equation and say that to help your body dysmorphia, you need to have an, make an effort to change your behavioral patterns. And helping you learn how negative thoughts, emotions, reactions, and behaviors maintain problems over time. Super important. So you need to understand the behaviors that are causing your suffering, essentially, right? I heard a really good idea. I'm not exactly sure where that in a podcast, somebody said to make a list of good and bad days. You have a rating, a date, and what made a day good and bad. Now, what does this do? If you journal or list at the end of your day, the rating, rating four out of 10 and under or five out of 10 and under is bad day. Six out of 10 to up is a good day. If you list the things, what made your day good, what made your day bad, over a month, you will have this consistency of, oh, I had three good days in a row and all three of those days, I got outside for 30 minutes. So maybe it's fair to assume that me going outside increases my happiness, things like that. So Referring it back to this, if you're able to recognize what makes these, what triggers this behavior in you that makes you think you're not enough is the boss, essentially. That's exactly what you have to confront and what you have to fix in your life in order to help you change your behavior and reduce your feelings of unworthiness. And we can't say 100% that there is a correlation between this because I want to make it very clear that body dysmorphia doesn't only come from low self-esteem and no confidence, but, and it's not the only symptoms of it, but it can come from things like abuse and child neglect. So the gym is not the only place you're going to find this. And I would even go as far as to say the gym is one of the fewer places where you'll find this, but I want to specifically aim at the physical aspects in this episode and the gym, because I think in the area that I'm in, I see this all the time. So if we know what causes these feelings, right? I'm not enough. If we know what causes this saying in my head, then we'll know how to mitigate it. 
assess the solutions and solve the problem. If I see that in four out of seven of those days in my log, I've said that I've had a bad day. And in the log, I said, oh, I've had six hours on social media today, seven hours, five hours. Then you know that there's this link and this consistency that the reason you're having these not so good days is because of your excessive use of social media or excessive something. And I can't give all of the answers, but I want you guys to know that you need to work around your problems. This is one of the best lessons I can give to you in this entire episode is do not give up because you have this problem. There are ways to fix it. And the best solution is facing your problems head on. If you guys ever have a question or a problem, go to my Instagram, abundant underscore underscore think, and send me a message and I will be more than happy to help any of you guys completely free. Don't even think about price, completely free. I would love to help you guys. And this is something that I want to let you guys know I understand. And I might not have had it as bad as other people. I am extremely fortunate. But you guys are not alone. And there's always this message in the media that you're not alone. And you can do this. And it gets oversaturated in a way because it starts to lose meaning. Somebody says it to you, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Everybody says it, so that's why he's probably saying it. But I want to stress the fact that I am always here for you guys. You have resources around you. And being able to face your problems is going to be such a good skill for you in your life. And even getting over this huge hill, I can't I can't imagine how hard it is for some of you guys. And I feel very empathetic for anybody going through this. And I'm only mentioning this because it's not pushed and talked about enough. It's something that gets sweeped under the rug. And this whole episode is a way for me to express that it is possible for you to make a change and give you guys actionable steps. So pretend you go through this scenario, right? You face your problems head on. You want to start, but you don't know where. I want to make it clear that you guys don't need to delete social media in this context, obviously. Don't need to delete social media. But you need to mitigate the time that you spend on it and also what you see on the platform. If you always see people that are bigger than you on social media, physically, you're going to think that you're one of the people that's just smaller and you're the smallest because when you're on social media and you're scrolling in every post, somebody who's huge, oh, this guy's big. This guy's benching 400 pounds. This guy's squatting 3,000 pounds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That'd be crazy though. You start to think to yourself that maybe you're the problem. Like all these people are able to put up this weight, but I can barely put the bar up, right? That's what you think to yourself. When in reality, social media is not even close to real life. And 
social media distorts our vision of real life. If you were to go into a gym, you would see that not every person there is benching 400 pounds. Not every person there is 1,000 pounds. And one of the hardest reasons, one of the reasons that people find it hard to start these things is because before they even get into this activity, we'll use painting as an example. If you want to get into painting, right? You've never taken a class, but you're like, this is so cool. And you start scrolling through social media and all of your stuff, the algorithm finds out you like painting, etc. And you start seeing all these masterful drawings that the world's best artists are drawing. And you think to yourself, okay, I'm never going to be able to do that. So you never start. But I'm willing to make you guys a bet. If you were to get in your car and go to this art studio, you will see that People are not as good as you think, but you're comparing yourself to the best of the best, which is why you have such low self-esteem. If I'm reminded every single day that I can't paint, why would I even start? Look at this person. This, this person is already so much better than me. Why would I even want to start? Then you're not gonna, and you're gonna fall into this rabbit hole of just seeing posts and being like, wow, that's cool. I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to do that. And that's why in some of my other episodes, shameless plug, (laughs) I talk about the fact that you need to just do things. Just get up and try it. Don't even look into it. Don't research it extensively. Obviously, you want to know what you're getting yourself into, but just try it. I have – I remember when I was in sixth grade, I was rock climbing at my – local gym it wasn't crazy just they had this little rock climbing area i was energetic i would always do it and i i was just able to do it i wasn't a super i wasn't supernatural i wasn't extremely good but i was able to get to the top and i can hold my own and a couple days ago my feed was just a lot of rock climbing stuff and a lot of podcasts talking about rock climbing too and I saw all of these crazy people that are so good at rock climbing and instead of thinking to myself, I'm not going to try this because I can never be as good as them, I have the memories that I've already done this thing and it's possible to get this good. If you have the reinforcement before all of the stimuli and all of your negative emotions towards a subject, then you're going to know that you're going to be able to do something before you get to this point where You think there's an endless cycle of doom. Before I wrap up this episode, I'm going to give you guys one more example. And I'll say martial arts. I started doing martial arts early of last year. And I started doing Muay Thai. That was my first... I wasn't that well-versed into the area of MMA, of martial arts. I do MMA now. That's why I say MMA. But I wasn't that well-versed. But I tried Muay Thai, and I did it, and I really liked it. And only then, only after I actually got into this, I started watching YouTube videos. And I really started to love the UFC, so I switched to MMA. I went to Muay Thai, to Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then I got hit really hard in my nose. It didn't feel too good. (laughs) But (laughs) that's besides the point. I broke it, by the way. (laughs) Um, I did this before I researched too much into it because if I was to see all the things that went into organized fighting, 
I would think to myself, I'll never be able to achieve that. That's impossible. That is so hard. But since I did it before I had this period, I personally want to say I think it helped me out so much. So if you guys are thinking about doing something, just do it. And going back to the body dysmorphia and not even body dysmorphia, I want to say just going over comparing yourself to other people physically, whether it be how fast you can run, how strong you are. It's extremely important to remember that everybody's in a different place and you have to compare yourself to somebody who is a couple steps ahead of you. Chris Williamson said in his episode, you don't want to get advice from somebody that's 10 steps ahead of you because chances are that they forgot what they did when they were in your spot because it's been so much time. Rather, you want to find people that are a couple steps ahead of you so they can remember more clearly that, oh yeah, when I was doing this, when I was in this spot, these are the things that I did, right? When you're 10 steps ahead of people, you start to forget all the little things you did and start giving yourself these false reasons for your success. I wanna thank you guys so much for listening. And go to my website. I just made abundantthink.com. In this episode, we learned the biggest impact social media has on us and our happiness. Why social media is designed for you to feel sad and compare yourself. What body dysmorphia is. Treatments. What cognitive behavioral therapy is. Along with comparing yourself to people that aren't in the same category and at the same stage that you are. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day.